Have you ever wondered how you'd fare if you were reanimated from cryogenic freezing and woke up in a seemingly crime-free future? With seashells? You're about to find out, because this is Bootleg Turkey. There we go. That'll do. Great. That's our motto. Perfect. That'll do. So, that's it. We're in. Welcome to Bootleg Turkey. I'm Joe. I'm joined, as always, by Jacob. How are you doing today? Hello. Yeah, I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, excellent. Thank you very much. So we're right. here, episode four. Didn't um, think we'd make it. No, and then yet here we are. Onto um, a new hope. Wow. This is good. We're going for six and then out, and then three like th- 30 years later or whatever. No, I, I think we'll do we'll do nine, but just we'll make sure that the last three are really bad. Yeah, all right. And what we'll do is we'll just completely not speak in between any of those three podcasts and <laughs> I'll come at it from a completely di- different direction each week. Um, <laughs> if that's all right with you, I don't, you know, we'll, we'll make loads of money. It'll still work. It just, you know, we'll, we'll be hated by the fans. If it makes loads of money, you can do what you like. Great. Good. Amazing how okay. quickly people sell out, isn't it? But to be honest, yeah. happy with I- it. Honestly, I would love an opportunity to sell out. <laughs> yeah absolutely i have no morals so today's film is demolition man mm. um starring sylvester stallone this is in this the underrated section is where we're pitching it um yeah. and it had i mean was it underrated we looked at the ratings and they were quite they low. they were it's not that it. underrated, if we're going to be honest. It's it was rated relatively okay. Um, I think the tomorrow on Tomorrow, I think it was all right. I think it did okay. Okay, but it's it's got a maybe a cult following, or you know the the people like it more than the critics like it. So maybe it fits for that. I think to be yeah. honest, we decided that as as part of the cunt system, the U is is a difficult one to pick out. An underrated. Is is too subjective, really. So you end up with just ones that don't fit the other categories that we want to do. Yeah. So what we're saying is this really amazing, really well thought out cunt system that we patented did. Um, it really doesn't work. No. And we're on sec- second episode, so um, it works a bit. So classic, I think, is solid. New mm. films, solid. Trashy yeah. films, definitely solid for this yes. this genre. It's just the you. We did mention about maybe changing the u every week mm. and having it just a different word that begins with u and having a yes. film that, that describes so that that might be what we change it to in the future if we want to keep the cunt system going yeah um but for now it's underrated and so it's demolition man also not the film that we'd advertised we were going to do last week no um we promise that it's not intentional that that's happening, but it keeps <laughs> happening, doesn't it? It's a no happy coincidence, I think. Yeah, uh, we're not intentionally selling people down the river. We're not being annoying on purpose. Um, it's just who we are. We don't. We don't. Not really in charge of the films. They find us more than anything. Yeah, we just sort of listen. What are those um, little rods that people hold to find water underground? Oh, oh, rods. Oh, yeah, that's it. Rods. We're rods. Um, No, there is a specific word for that thing. I can't remember what it is, though. To find water underground. Yeah. People hold, like, two Mm. rods in their hands, like, one in each hand. And they, like... Rod Stewart? Yeah, that's it. Rod Stewart. 
Is it uh, Rod Stewart and Rod Gilbert? Uh, they hold one in each hand. That's it. Yeah. Thank and they'll you just very go, much. there's water yeah. down there. Do you know what? I really like our conversations. Yeah. Mm. Well, I'm just helping you out. You, you can yeah, get it, yeah, and I got it straight you. away. I knew what it well, was. Well, different rods. So, um, tell you what, you're a rod on my back. Uh, is that that's a phrase, isn't it? Um, kind of making a rod for your own back. That's it. Yeah, you've made a rod for my own back. <laughs> well, you should have made your own, and then I wouldn't have had to, would I? Yeah. Well, don't even think about asking Rod Stewart because he won't do it. He's busy finding water underground. Listen, right, uh, I'm going to, when we do the outro, I'm going to find out what this rod's called and you're going to eat some humble pie. Oh, that I've made from my own back. From my own back, yeah. Uh, and Maggie may try some. Maggie Is that may, do you get it? Rod, no, Rod Stewart. Do you get it? Right. There's, there's okay. a song, Maggie May. It's very quick, that. It's good. Yeah. So Maggie yeah. may try the pie that we've made from the rod for her own back. Just a that's classic the, idiom. That's the name of the episode, I think. Yeah, I think we've got it. Uh, but yeah, speaking of classic idioms, we are both an idiom because we couldn't once again stick to our guns and stick to our word that we were going to watch Law Abiding Citizen. So we did the next best thing and we found a movie about Law Abiding Citizens, Demolition Man. There you go. That ties it up neatly, doesn't it? Yeah. So we should probably mention at this point what the point of the podcast is what it is that we're doing here so essentially we are watching movies classic movies action movies and we are going through and seeing how we think we would do how we would fare how we would survive as the protagonist of that movie so as a lay person as an average person with no training um of limited athleticism how would we fare in that movie how many times would we die and how many lives we would need to get through it essentially is that right and, yeah and and when the first death is yeah yeah we're so recording how, when the first death is and comparing the different ones yeah how long do we think we could survive initially in that sort of universe as that character but as the people we are in real life so let's move on we've got some rules for the podcast um that we fleshed out in quite detail last week but we should just remind people of what they are again do you want to do that yeah, of course. Um, so rule number one, uh, one death per scene. Rule number two, we have the same luck as the hero. Rule number three, we abide by the rules uh, within that universe of the movie. And rule number four, uh, we have reasonable progression. Uh, so that's a quick run through. But if you need any more detail, rewatch the first one, re-listen to the first, re-watch the first one with your ears, re-listen to it. Do an ear watch. Yeah. And then you'll have them. Mm -hmm. so that's it really it's demolition man it was meant to be something else but it isn't get over it uh here is the synopsis from imdb a police officer is brought out of suspended animation in prison to pursue an old ultra-violent nemesis who is loose in a non-violent future society this is demolition man our hero john spartan jumps out of a helicopter and into a compound, where it is believed that the hostages are being held. That was like a random punch in the kidney, wasn't it? Is that where you meant to punch people? Is this a scene? Is yeah, that... we might just have to pause it already. Is this our first death this early could, on already? I think it could be. We've gone very Within early. Three minutes. Yeah. Christ. That is my MO, but I didn't think it would fall into the podcast as well.
So, so he's like jumped out of the helicopter, immediately putting himself into danger. Like I don't know why that was the plan of like where they were going to drop or it whatever. It hurt so much as well because it wasn't like a bungee cord. It no, was just a rope like tied around him. A rope with a bag on it. Yeah, so he like jumped off out the air, out the ch chinook, whatever it was, and then it just like pulled taut and he yeah. just stood there. You're broken your back or something. It's like it? a wedgie. It looks yeah, awful. It was it? an atomic wedgie. So I mean. Oh, we assume plot armor there, we'd have been fine as well. Because well, it's not like you can train for that and you're just fine, your spine is fine. <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah, I think, I think we're okay right. for that one. But then immediately he's getting shot at and he shoots a guy in the air. And whilst he's still in the air, then he cuts it off and then he starts running. And How did he cut it off? Knife. Right. Yeah, I think that he was obviously, there's a lot of quite far fetched stuff that he's managed to do that. I don't think we do it. <laughs> I mean, if we're accounting for all the plot armor there, I think the first death would probably be where he jumps down the air uh, elevator shaft. It's like gra grabbing onto it and then landing, and then there's a bunch. Of, there's a couple of dudes down there. Yeah. So he'd have died somewhere in that mix, either from the elevator shaft or the first dude. Although the first dude is the one where he like hits him around the corner and he's just dead instantly. Yeah. <laughs> so I, do, I don't know whether we've got this NPC problem where they're all just idiots and they're going to die even if we just like flick them. I don't know. There's always going to be a bit of that. And then there's the classic kidney punch. That yeah, the classic kidney punch. They train for that, don't they? Mm -hmm. um, he also jumped through a window, which we had the same yeah. problem of in Die Hard and I think <clears> is a theme of these films where yes. you just wouldn't be able to. And certainly yeah. we're too unscathed in short sleeves like yours. Yeah. So in amongst all of that, we're dead. We're dead early. Earliest ever. Bodes well, though. Yeah. Or bodes badly, depending on which way you look at it. I mean, yeah. Does it get to a point where we've just got like 100 deaths and we stop every three seconds? Yeah. I don't think so. Podcast. Because this is just the intro bit and then he mm. gets cryogenically frozen. and then Spoilers. <laughs> well, we'll have read out the... Uh, IMDb synopsis by this point. True. So that it was in that. True. So not actually for you or them. You're in a bad mood for the podcast. <laughs> it's going to be bad. John confronts the antagonist Simon Phoenix. So he walks in on Wesley Snipes. Do we not? What, oh, Phoenix. Dennis Rodman Joker. Yes. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. But he's a bit of a maniac. They have a bit of a fight. Do you reckon you could beat him? I just, for some reason, I got confused when he said Dennis Rodman. I thought you meant Rodney Danger. <laughs> I, I, was I was like, yeah, that. They <laughs> got those fights. You're like, that's getting bad. <laughs> he's just making more work for himself by saying stupid <laughs> stuff that he's going to have to cut out later. He looks like Dennis Rodman. Yeah, no, I know what, I know what you're talking about now. It just Initially, I was very confused. Yeah. Um, so yeah, what happens there then? So he, he walks in on Phoenix, um, who's doing blow with a blowtorch. So yeah, it's just it was a bit of a fisticuffs, wasn't it? Fight. Do you think you could fight him? I mean, even if I could, which I don't think I could, the first part there is the fire starts at his feet, and he could have just walked backwards because there's no gasoline there. Instead, he threw the fire and flames, like ran, yeah, and tackled him. And I I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't run through fire to get a perp. What would you do? Run away? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. No, I don't know. I mean, what's his, inten what's his intention here? He was never going to shoot him, was he? Because he, he needs the, he needs the, hostages. About the hostages. Otherwise, you would, wouldn't you? There was an opportunity to just yeah. shoot him straight away. Yeah. But then again, it's a very short film at that point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. What would I have done? I don't think the gasoline had spread all over. I think you could have gone around. Because I think where they're fighting in the last bit, and 
where the window is. I think I think you could have circled around. So you reckon you'd survive it? I probably would have lost the fight. Yeah. Either way. But I wouldn't have run through the fire is my main point. So then if you lost the fight, you'd be burning to death in that building. So is that a second death already? Probably. Yeah, let's give it one. All right, it's two in two and five, five minutes. minutes. Good start. Is she the daughter? Probably, yes. But if that were true, she'd know who Simon Phoenix was. Yeah, you'd think. John is awoken from his cryogenic prison, but is unfamiliar with how modern toilet technology has evolved, as it now appears to involve the use of three seashells. Sorry. <clears throat> Are we to now believe that he's just got a <laughs> shitty ass for the whole movie? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he did look a bit puzzled when he came out, like he knew <laughs> it was, it was bothering him. Like, yeah, he's walking with Velcro in his pants. <laughs> yeah. Christ. I don't understand the three seashells. Do we ever get any more explanation? I think it's that, supposed think? to be it's supposed to be ambiguous, but what would it be? I think there's one big seashell. It's like sandpaper where you have a really coarse one yeah. and you get down to a fine one. So it's really coarse seashell to get the big bits <laughs> off. And then you work really down to the third one and then it's clean, baby. You'd think it would just be like a like a bidet type thing, wouldn't yeah. it? Like a yeah, Japanese be, yeah. one or whatever. Yeah. Not seashells. No. Is this what it's supposed to be portraying that it's like they've gone farther further forward into the future, but really not improved in any way. Yes. Because actually it's very, it's like very nanny state, obviously, but yeah. also they're not trained to do anything. No. They're even like trying to apprehend a criminal. They have to watch a little YouTube video to understand yeah. how to do it or get, you know, the AI but thing to explain it to them. If that's true, then why have they got such a massive police force? Sorry, not force. They wouldn't say force. Police <laughs> presence. Um, yeah, I don't know. You just wouldn't need it, would you? No. Well, they yeah, they've seemingly eradicated like the majority of crime, and yeah. what hasn't been can be dealt with autonomously. It yeah. seems by these robots or whatever. So no, it makes no sense. Especially this eighty-seven-year-old man that they've kept around yeah. just to just to have some link to the past. And why do they not have him as the consultant that tells them about fucking toilet paper and they can get everything prepared yeah. for the person when yeah, they come out know. of cryostasis? Surely this must happen all the time. How many criminals do they have frozen, or how many people do they have frozen? It seems like they're doing it. Yeah, but every five say, seconds back in the day, not many people get a second chance. She did say that, didn't she? So I reckon maybe, maybe the system just doesn't work. Maybe it's like the prison now, and it yeah. doesn't really work that well. And uh, most people who get thawed out go back in. I think it is. It seems like quite bang on in terms of like they're so reliant on technology that people have become yeah. quite useless. But yeah, there's also some just really daft things that make no sense. Yeah. Well, I will be trying out the three seashells method. Yeah, so what was it? One for big bits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one one for big bits. Big bits slash clumps. <laughs> so then what do you do with the seashell after that? You'd have to wash it. No, it dries onto it, and then that makes it a better uh, version for the next time. No. <laughs> so you use it directly after the next person. Yeah, exactly. It's just you wouldn't. You know, like when you go to like a public bathroom and there's like no toilet seat or yeah. like it's one of them. Yeah. You go, are the seashells all cracked? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You just uh, cut yourself on the seashells. No, another one with a broken seashell. Uh, I just don't. I just, the three seashells, I just don't get it. It's supposed to be ambiguous, isn't it? But it's it not even like you can think either. of what it could possibly be. I'm just imagining it being quite painful and not effective <laughs> in any way. Unless they're like a, like an electronic device, they're just shaped like seashells because bathrooms are oh, yeah. like that. Yeah, they could do just spray water out or yeah, once water, water, water soap and then it just 
<laughs> vibrate it off. Yeah, that could work. Yeah. But, yeah, because it must be efficient because Rob Schneider was like, he doesn't know how to use it. And then the, uh, Sandra Bullock said they used to use clumps of paper as if that was a really bad way of doing it. So they must have a good way of doing it now. Yeah, it must be better. I hope there's an after credit scene or something that explains it. Or maybe they go into it now. An after credit scene of him wiping his ass with a shell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's already almost hung down, so I wouldn't be that surprised. Yeah. Was that what they used to wait around in cinemas for, like, post credit scenes of that kind yeah. of stuff before the Marvel yeah. Universe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Phoenix heads for a museum in search of a gun, but he is pursued by Jean, and a fight ensues. <laughs> Why is there an automatic... A uh, machine that gives you a credit violation every yeah. time you say a word. It doesn't make sense. But nothing for him smacking someone's head against the glass. No. And how do you receive your warning printout if you're nowhere near one of these machines? I guess in this world, anyone who does something bad automatically like, feels guilty about it and goes and grabs it and goes paid it off, whatever. Right, I see what you mean, yeah. And it, no, to be fair, it probably automatically, like if everything, everything's probably held centrally, isn't yeah. it? And they just take your money, yeah, your credits. And it, yeah, if you've got like a code in you, then maybe you've got like your finances attributed to yeah, you. Yeah, and it takes it straight away, away, maybe. And that's just like a receipt. But why do you print it out? Like that? Surely that's, if you're not wiping your ass with paper, why are you printing it out? <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't need any, would you? They've got these thick iPads. Yeah, so yeah everything's so thick and like shit uh, displays and stuff. It's amazing they could conceive of the technology, but not only so far. Well, because it has to be based on the stuff they've already got, and they can't just, for a movie without CGI, create like, a better screen thing. Thing, you mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's a death, right? Yeah, that's a death. I mean, yeah, we can debate which point. I reckon when they're fighting and he's got the big axe thing, yeah, and, and he's like stabbing it. Bash you. Like, there's no yeah. way you'd move your head that no, quick. No, 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 no. No, I think that's probably the only part of that that you'd have died on, though. Yeah, the rest of it was like plot armory type bits, yeah. just random shooting at nothing. Um, but yeah, so I think we had one death there. Yeah, I think fighting in the museum. So they went to the museum on the hunch that he'd be going there to get a gun. Still not really clear what he needs it for. I'd he's just yes to kill people. Chaotic maniac, isn't he? He doesn't really yeah. have a plan of what he's trying to achieve. Well, so it looks like he's been uh, hypnotised in some way to kill this John Mayer. What's his name? <laughs> yeah, I can't remember. Fred yeah, so he's been... John Fredgley? He's been artificially, yeah, modified so that he goes and kills the leader of this like fringe group that are living underground away yeah. from society and what have you isn't it i suppose but that's isn't that a good thing it depends whether you think people should have autonomy to decide how they want to live or if they should have to assimilate into this society like new world society that they've they're got. doing crimes and normally under this rule right they'd be frozen so it depends whether you want to be frozen or dead what you think they still freeze people now yeah no well, I don't know. We, we don't know. As far as we know, there's been two people frozen the whole time. But if they didn't want the chance for him to interfere, why didn't they just get rid of him? But maybe that only happened because the daughter, yeah, if we find out that is his daughter, because she's like, oh, let me get my dad back. So maybe maybe no one would have actually thought, oh, they, they bring Spartan back. No way. Yeah. Oh, friendly. That was it. Edgar, it wasn't even John. You said John Mayer. <laughs> Couldn't be fair. No, that's a John Frenchley. So it's close. 
You had nothing. You didn't say anything. <laughs> I just couldn't remember. I will admit when I don't remember things. John's quick thinking causes a marquee to incapacitate a group of resistance fighters, which leads the conversation towards parachutes. Would we have died there? I feel like he pulled some pretty slick moves. He and did. there was a lot of them. And then when like the woman jumped on his back and there was yeah. a motorbike that like nearly ran him down if he wasn't super quick. I feel and, like you probably would. And it was quick thinking to just like dispose of all fifteen bad guys by just putting the big parachute game on them. Yeah. The tent thing just yeah. fell on them, which stopped them from doing anything for some reason. Why did schools have parachutes? I don't know. They were like a weird, like, was it PE or was it just like a, I seem to remember like a weird summer school thing yeah, or something. Yeah, I just think they ran like, out of stuff in the syllabus to teach you. Like, Let's do parachute games. And I loved it. I don't know why, but it's never really, I never understood why every school has a parachute. <laughs> You'd like waft it up and down and like yeah. someone would run under. Or yeah, like... and there'd be all sorts of fun little games, like night worm games. Night worm? <laughs> What's that? Was it just you and the janitor by any chance uh, doing these worm games? Yeah. Uh, like after hours? Yeah, 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 yeah. What are worm games? <laughs> it's always sunny in Philadelphia. I don't know if it's actually called Nightworms. He says something like that. It's when Charlie and Frank play like Nightworms. <laughs> oh, Nightworms, yeah. And it's like underneath a blanket at night. <laughs> um, but no, it's, yeah, there was just weird games that you'd play with a parachute. Why were they weird? No, they weren't. They weren't. It was more weird than normal games, though, right? Like, just football. It was like you had a big fucking parachute. And yeah. you, like, bounce a ball on it sometimes, and you keep it up. Oh, yeah, that's good. And then, yeah, someone would run underneath. They should bring that back. You know, there's all, like, modern... Parachutes. Like, you can go axe-throwing, or yeah. you can go, like, play darts at, like, a posh place. Like, it's like a team-building thing, or, like, with a group of mates. Yeah. Just bring, like, parachute bars in. Parachute bars. I mean, there'll probably be a lot of drinks knocked over, but... Yeah. Also, I think the the, the good thing with axe throwing and darts and stuff, you only really need, like, two or four people. Parachute <laughs> games, you need, like, 18. Yeah. yeah. I really need numbers on this. Uh, otherwise, we'll have to cancel. Brian and Steve, are you coming or not? Because I need to find replacements to do this parachute game, otherwise. Yeah. I don't know. If I have to rig worm games and cancel the game... Are you coming for the nightworms? Because you've you've not come twice now. We've not been able to properly populate the worm tunnels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Anyway. Have you got your worm slime? You haven't left it at home again. I'm not spotting you worm slime every time. It's expensive. Bring your own. It's unhygienic. You're not invested in this game of nightworms, are you? You're not. You're not going to my birthday party next year. There, said it. Just cancel it. <laughs> But yeah, no, maybe we should uh, try and find... Also, you need to find a place big enough. Like, a, a lot of these places are kind of, like, small, like, narrow... You can do, like, a narrowish building and do axe throwing. For parachute games, you need a massive hall. Yeah. And I don't... The rent of that place would be ludicrous for the other... You'd have to charge a lot per person per parachute game. Yeah, you would. You can't have little... Unless you just had little ones. Just, just <laughs> two people on it. You can't even run under it. It's you just know, two people wafting it. You know where, like, a, like a small parachute comes out before the big parachute? Yeah. So you'd have one of those and it'd be like, yeah. Just keep wobbling. Just up. a million. <laughs> <laughs> or he'd be like, on your own tonight, Kev. And it's just like, it's, the parachute's like strapped to the wall and you can just do it with one hand with a pint in the other. 
yeah. yeah, just a tough day, so I thought I'd pop in for an hour. <laughs> just have a quick parachute game. Yeah. Yeah, just have a quick shoot, you know. <laughs> <laughs> You're not even slammed up, Steve. Yeah, my heart's not really in it tonight, to be honest. <laughs> Same again. Oh, I'd better get back to the wife. <laughs> just a couple more minutes on the, on the shoot. Just put another coin in the machine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Christ, I don't know. Anyway, what was the point of that? Well, I think we I died, right? Yeah, we died. Yeah. They're like Mad Max, Neanderthal. Yeah, why are they dressed like weird just, people? I get it's supposed to be a sort of juxtaposition and they're sewer people, but why would you dress like Mad Max people? I think they just wanted, like, they couldn't decide on an aesthetic for the movie, so yeah. they were like, we just want to cram in all the different bits. Yeah. And what's the food? So it's like in jars, like little tablets, and they like, what do they do with it? I, I don't know. I don't think we've figured that bit out yet, but Maybe it just looks yeah. like, yeah. I mean, if you can't have salt or anything bad for you, who knows what it is? Surely you need salt in the body for something, though, don't you? Nah. You need sodium. sodium. Joke. Yeah, you need sodium. Nah. Yes, I get it, but you need it. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you must. You need a balance of everything, don't you? Yeah, you need electrolytes. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> if you say nah once more, I'm cancelling. I won't. I won't. Slime <laughs> no, please. All right, let's put that. Let's note that down as a death. Having spent the whole movie so far expecting a reveal that the young Lieutenant Lenina Huxley is John Spartan's grown-up daughter, Jacob makes a realization. Oh wait, hold on a second. The maths doesn't add up for the daughter, does it? For her to be, you know, she's 30. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just completely forgot about the fact that you've been <laughs> frozen for 36 yeah. years. Yeah. Yeah, she's. <laughs> yeah. Maybe she is. Maybe she I mean, does. she definitely isn't. But maybe she is. I'm, I'm going to hazard a guess that this isn't his daughter now because. They're about to boink, but unless she was frozen <laughs> as a yeah, baby, and maybe. then they re reanimated her, maybe. No, you're right. But that it really seemed like they were going that way. Yeah, why? They were really leading. Up when movies. anyone with a single brain cell yeah. realised, yes, just not us two. Yeah. Spartan and Huxley venture underground and save Resistance leader Edgar Friendly from an assassination attempt by Phoenix. Then more seashell talk. So. Phoenix starts shooting at him. Yeah. And he picks up the table to use his ballistic cover and then like backs away and survives it. But I don't think that would be my first instinct, to be honest. I, I, I would try and run away, but they had to jump on them because they had the well, they had the high ground, but also they yeah. had the element of surprise. So I think they just do you in. I mean, yeah, so I think there's a small amount of plot armor there because really instead of holding a gun like that and like shooting a load of bullets, you just you'd pop them both, wouldn't you, in a couple of shots. If yeah. you've got the high ground and element of surprise that and the, the, no, nothing covering them, there's absolutely no way you're missing those shots. Um, but then after that, I think we probably would have died because yeah, I I would never have picked up that table. No way. Even it if wouldn't it does, be your first thought, would it? Yeah, even if it did work in that situation, I don't think it would work. So I've never done it. But then again, given the other situations, if you just run, they probably wouldn't have hit you anyway. Because you did like back away under that thing, but surely you could have just run under the thing mm. anyway. Because the angle would have meant they wouldn't be able to shoot you at that point. Yeah. 
but the fact that he was holding the table up for a few seconds trying to yeah he a lot of bullets so yeah you'd probably have taken one in the back of so lay or something and then that subsequently probably died i don't know so it's probably yeah seashells i'm very concerned about the seashells <laughs> you should get some for the bathroom <laughs> i actually might just the nods for to this i actually might do that if anybody i have seen place. seashells in the bathroom before no you have do you remember do you remember the old house we used to live in with my old dad time. and like the bathroom was done yeah yeah the bathroom was done like all seashells and everything do you not remember that it was horrid. They were all like stuck all over it. Yeah, they were, and see, yeah, they were like starfish. And I think mum, mum got loads of shells and like literally glued them yeah. like, onto the shelf or whatever. Yeah. Were well, we supposed to wipe our asses with them? Have <laughs> <laughs> she used them again? <laughs> they used wads of tissue paper. <laughs> Has she just seen demolition, Larry? Like, yeah. Hang on a minute. Uh, wait a second. I know how to uh, how, what the decor should be like in yeah. this bathroom. Yeah, mum was obsessed with it. He used to have little Taco Bell, like, <laughs> poly polynomial yeah. shapes or whatever of, of Taco Bell. Do you remember? She always yeah. used to do it. Oh, I love and there was that man shapes. that lived down the manhole cover. Yeah. Oh, yeah. John Mayer. <laughs> John Mayer down there. It'd be interesting in uh, for our <clears throat> ninth or tenth year anniversary of this podcast when we yeah. get there to do this movie again in the year it's set and just see how close <laughs> yeah. it is. Yeah, we could do a shot a for idea. shot remake of this film in the actual year. Yeah, to see how close it is. That would be a good idea for a podcast. Like all films that are set in certain years in the future, see how close they yeah. were to that time. That is good. Yeah, that must have been done. Well, it would have been done on individual films, but you can probably map out. There's probably if you search like yeah, two thousand and one Space Odyssey or whatever, like, and just go yeah. through all different ones. Obviously, not ones that were set in the time when it was that time. But they <laughs> no, they just do every movie. Yeah. Well, it's um, bang on. <laughs> <laughs> they yeah. really knew what two thousand two was going to be like. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, that's a great idea for a podcast, and I'm sure there'll be some great names. I'll workshop some names. Yeah, that can be our second podcast bonus feature. Well, would it be a bonus feature of Bootleg Turkey, or would it be a thing from Trimmings? Time. Is that the time? What's another turkey thing? We've got trimmings. How long should we put the turkey in the oven for? That's not anything. Turkey it? time. It's turkey time, baby. Turkey teeth. Turkey yeah. call. Turkey call. You mean you go to Turkey to have your teeth done? Turkey teeth. Yeah, turkey it. teeth. Turkey veneers. It doesn't really. Turkey hair. Turkish like. delight. Ah. Could be called. Turkish delights. Turkey delights. Turkey time warp. Turkey twist. It's like different years, isn't it? Turkey time twist. Turkey dinosaur. <gasps> Turkey dinosaur. That's quite good. Is yeah. that patented? Is that a thing? Yes. Bernard Matthews. Please sponsor us. Bernard, if you're listening, Bernard, we would like to partner with you. Um, Actually, you do. Do you get like own brand turkey dinosaurs? Do you get any turkey dinosaurs anymore? Probably not. Why are ch why is chicken always nuggets and turkey is always dinosaurs? And also, yeah, what if you somebody offered you a chicken dinosaur, you wouldn't eat it. No. So and it's it, weird how if, that's become if the meteor thing. took out the dinosaurs, what took out the turkey dinosaurs? Because they, they don't exist anymore. A meaty a meaty meteor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a meaty meteor. Meteor, the turkey yeah. dinosaurs. Just a meteor, yeah. Domino's sponsor us. Um, Bernard Matthews, I think. 
He's dead, isn't he? No, not Bernard. Yeah. You know what it was? Too much salt. <laughs> yeah, probably would have been. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. nah. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's all, folks. <laughs> can wrap it up there. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't play on a podcast, does it? That's <laughs> <laughs> making noises. We're yeah. cutting that out. No way. That's some of the best content. It's premium content. Yeah. That's reformed dinosaur. content, that is. Yeah. <gasps> reformed. Oh. Reformed, reformed turkey. turkey. That's not Are you right? You're not writing these down. Well, do I need to? Yeah. What am I writing? Reformed turkey. Yeah. Turkey dinosaurs. We'll just check that that's actually patented. If it's not, we're using it. Okay. Reformed turkey. I think we said before when we were thinking of names, like if we were really old yeah. and we were like doing a podcast about films, then it could be called Turkey Dinosaurs. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we did. Yeah. Or if it was about bowling. <clears throat> Old men talking about bowling. Yes. Turkey, Turkey dinosaurs. dinosaurs. Yeah. So if you know any old men that are obsessed with bowling. I know so that. many old men that are obsessed with balls. I I didn't say that. <laughs> Sorry. Go wash your mouth out with a shell. <laughs> nice. Sicko. Nice. Was that it? Turkish delight? That's not really anything. No, I think it's not, is it? Doesn't link in a Turkey way. delight, but that's not really a thing. Um Turkey Twizzlers. Turkey Leg. (laughs) Disneyland Turkey Leg. People love them though, don't they? They're gross. Disney World. Disneyland, I don't think, has them, does it? Oh, right. Disneyland's Paris, isn't it? Yeah. Disney World. They have frog legs. Yeah, they could. But they don't. No, they should do. Disney, if you want to sponsor us. I'm just, would they? I thought you were waiting for them to respond then. <laughs> Disney, Disney, if you're up there, get the Ouija board out. Yeah. Disney. Yeah, no, they've got, we've got so many spin offs here. We're going to have to get an office and hire a load of people. It's a full time job. You have really to record is. one a day every week. Yeah, I guess that's what some people do, right? Yeah, they must. But if you had a product, if you've got a production team that are yeah. doing all the bits and you literally just have to sit yeah. there for an hour and record, yeah, great. That's the life. Do you know anyone that? Edits things, not for free, not for free. But we chuck up a bit of turkey meat here and there. <laughs> Here's your turkey meat. Just call it money. Please call it money. <laughs> not everything has to be related to turkeys. <laughs> Print out our own money into turkeys on it. You've gone so far with this concept. <laughs> you need to stop. Now exchange these turkey dollars for real money. <laughs> At the Turkey Bank. <laughs> When's it open? It's not. Um, Imagine that. Yeah, we're looking for someone to edit our podcast. We'll pay you in turkey dollars. <laughs> we'll pay you in 200, you get £250,000 salary. Yeah, absolutely, in turkey dollars. What? <laughs> Sorry, what did you say? Turkey dollars have no monetary value. Can only be exchanged at the turkey store <laughs> for turkey merch. I mean, it's a great idea. That could be one of the items we sell on turkey store. It's just turkey merch. Just some turkey dollars. Mm. Is that what they'd be called? Turkey dollars? What what currency do they use in Turkey? Euros? No. Is no, it? I don't no. know. That's part, not... They partly... I don't know. They, no, they're not in the it's EU, like... are they? I don't think. Lira. Lira. Turkish Lira. It is. Lira. Not as funny as I'd have hoped. No, it there's no punability there. Turkey dollars is better. Turkey dollars is good. Well, I see it with Turkey. Giblets? Yeah, what are giblets? chicken, isn't it? 
Are they the bits inside? What's the little bit that hangs down? <laughs> gizzard. Is that something? Oh, gizzard is a thing. Gizzard. Yeah, I think it is that. Because lizards have gizzards, don't they? Lizards have gizzards. They do. They they do. No, it's it's a um, Bo Burnham thing. But do they though? Oh, maybe they do. Like they, bearded dragon. Yeah. Is that what that is? It's yeah. like a, a gizzard. A lizard gizzard. But if it was, then you wouldn't call it a bearded dragon. You'd call it a gizzarded lizard because it's much better. Yeah. True. Maybe it's not a gizzard then. So it's not a beard. No. It's not a dragon. So maybe it is a it's it's total it, bollocks. It, isn't it? It, is, it is a gizzard. It is a lizard gizzard. We've gone very far off topic. I can't remember what we were talking about. No. Were we watching a film at some point? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Demolition Man. <laughs> it has been about four hours of recording, hasn't yeah. it? Yeah. It's now tomorrow. <laughs> it's now 2032. <laughs> After a car chase, Phoenix and Spartan face off once again. I don't think we'd have died there. He was like pushing his head down. To oh, no, you're right. We would have died there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's because you're enjoying the film. I'm too loving much. this you're video. Honestly. We're actually supposed to be doing something yeah. scientific here. I forgot we've got a job. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot I was at work. <laughs> this right. ruined my ability to enjoy movies. It kind of has. It's now a job. Um, Yes, I think we'd have died there. There's a big fight in the car, wasn't there? Yeah, there. so it's car chase. Then there were jumps as well in between cars. We might have been okay that I don't know. I'd never jump between moving. No. Cars. So but we can theoretically, if they're moving at the same speed, it's just like jumping over a little gap. Yeah. With a bit of wind. <laughs> just a bit. Just a little bit of wind. So yeah, car chase, and then he jumps into the car, fighting in the car, but he's kind of Phoenix is on top of him, really, like pushing him towards the ground. I just don't see how you'd stop him from pushing your head into the ground. No, get well, my neck is not that strong. No. Also, another side comment. Sorry, I know we're never going to finish the movie, but I wonder how much of this influenced Halo. Saying, well, just he says Chief. John Spartan. So he's John. Oh, yeah. He's a Spartan, saying Chief all the time. Those I've been constantly thinking about Halo throughout this whole movie. Okay. So I don't know whether it's subconsciously changed their decision or made their decision for them as to what they were going to call different things. I don't know. Could do, couldn't it? Yeah. In the final showdown, Spartan freezes Phoenix with a cryogenic chemical and kicks his head off before escaping the exploding cryo prison. He had to head off. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I've decapitated him. What? <laughs> Sorry, hold on. Graffiti slogans. It'll be a blast. What's the slogans bit? I'm just going to be saying <laughs> slogans to one another. Well, they're all obsessed with, like, jingles, aren't they? <clears throat> I suppose so. Is yeah. that what it is meant to be? But they're not, are they? They're the people, the mole people. They, they aren't, are they? They're drinking Bud Lion. Well, it depends how long, long ago they reject, reject, depends how long ago they rejected society, happy. doesn't it? Yeah, I guess so. They may have had enough time for it to be embedded. We need to talk about the final bit anyway, the, scene, the final yeah, the fight scene... Great scene. Great scene. But I think we would have died very early in it. Um, a few heavy hits from Phoenix. Yeah, almost certainly that. that first punch that he throws out, I wouldn't have dodged that. Big would have knocked out instantly. Um, I think before that, most of it was all sort of just it, it was just how the plot was going along. I don't think there's much we could have done differently. But I probably would have avoided the big claw. Yeah, I think you could have. Uh, I don't know how that would have affected things. But he only broke out of that anyway, so... Yeah. I think in the final fight with him, he'd probably do, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, certainly along that way somewhere. 1 minute 45, something like that. 1 yeah. hour 49, 45, sorry. 
<clears throat> we would have uh, died. But not too bad. I'm assuming there's not going to be any more deaths here in the last couple of minutes. But uh, six deaths, not too bad. Yeah, six deaths. So who is his daughter? Who is his daughter then? There isn't any old women. No, she's not old necessarily. She'd be like 40. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, like, oh, yeah. He just asked how the three seashells worked. Do we find out? No, we don't find Fuck. out. But he has actually forgotten about his daughter altogether. Yeah, why is that even part of this? I think I'm going to like the future. I'm banging this <laughs> hole. Who cares a shit about my daughter? What the hell? So, right, so we don't know about the daughter. There is a little girl there in the credits. Casey Wallace. Maybe that's them. I don't know. She wouldn't um, be a little girl. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> We're really getting this timeline wrong every time. Right, so hang on. So we don't know anything about the daughter. We don't know anything about the three seashells. Is there a sequel? A fucking better be. Called Repair Man. Yeah, is there a Demolitions Man sequel? Doesn't look like it, but we should crowdfund for one. Yeah. I'd be so into that. That could be a theme of the pod, like us campaigning for Demolition Man. Yeah, too, getting a hashtag episode. thing going. Yeah. Like Auntie that should Donna be our mission. That can be, yeah. Get Demolition Man 2 gone. Yeah, wow. <laughs> That's so great. This is an excellent start to an outro. I've just dropped my phone on the floor. Oh, God. It's okay. It didn't didn't smash, thankfully. But God, you could call me a demolition man. <laughs> How did you find that film, Joe? Great film. Really liked it, actually. Yeah, um, I was surprised actually. So I think it was probably the right pick for an underrated movie because <clears throat> we watched the trailer for it, um, and I thought cheesy. It's in you know eighties, nineties, whatever. Uh, sliced alone movie. I kind of had an impression of it before I watched it. Watching it, actually yeah. really liked it, and I'm going to watch it again at some point. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, yeah, we judged it too early based on that trailer, but I think a lot of the trailers from the time are done in a really... It's got an odd voiceover, and it's kind of staccato, very short bits of scenes, and it just looks awful no matter what film it is. But actually, yeah. it was much better than that. So, yeah, really enjoyed it. I think it was it was good. Yeah, agreed. Um. So let's talk about the number of deaths then. Um, we had a couple early on, didn't we? The first five minutes, really. Yeah, kind of bucked the trend of of these of the previous three. Um, I think it was like two minutes thirty ish in the opening scene. Yeah, first I think that death. has to be the earliest death we've had by some way, to be honest. Yeah, normally we sort of built up this rule of kind of the first act tends to be ex exposition and just building up the scene, and then it gets into the action. But actually this mm -hmm. opened with a bang, straight in it, and we really didn't survive very long. No, it did. It was, it was that opening scene, flew in in the helicopter, and he was just straight into the action. And, uh, yeah, a couple of deaths in the first five minutes. Mm -hmm. And then... A bit of a bit of a wait for the next one. The museum fight. We think we would have died on that one. Yeah. Um, the fight outside Taco Bell. Not long after that. Yeah. Sort of an hour or so into the film. Then there was a shootout in the underground, and then, yeah, underground shootout with the Mad Max lot. Yeah, and the table. Yeah. And the table bit. Yeah, and then the final boss fight at the end. Yes. Um, in the cryogenics lab bit. Yeah. where we thought we'd die. So six deaths overall. So with a high-octane start of two, but balanced out to around six in the end, which 
pretty much par for the course, it seems to be, with these films. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Brilliant. Um, any other bits we wanted to talk about? Any notable moments? Any key bits you want to pick out? Um, the uh, Probably the main thing about this movie and the bit that uh, kept me up after watching it even though we just watched it literally minutes ago, um, <laughs> was the three seashells. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, it's it's one of those moments in a movie. Um, it's like, do you remember when Lost used to be on TV and you'd finish yeah. an episode and go, gosh, wow, that is television. I am baffled by what's going on here. I need to know more. And that was like me with the seashells, yeah. Because um, I think we said it during the during the movie, unless it was cut, in which case this is the first time we're saying it. Uh, we had a couple of different ideas of what those seashells could be. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I think you said somewhere in it uh, that you thought maybe it's just you know futuristic buttons, and it's a bit like one of those Japanese toilets. Um, and actually, uh, I did a bit of research after this movie. And some people thought that potentially that's actually the right, um, the right theory for what these are, you know, three, but three decorative buttons. One of them, it's a bit like those toilets that you get those public restrooms where they've got like a automatic kind of thing that does all three for you. It does water, it does soap and it does dry. Well, this is potentially water blow dry and then a fresh scent. (laughs) Um, but who knows? Um, but then potential- why would everyone have the same the same thing? If it's just a button, you could have it any shape, couldn't you? Well, well I suppose it is like a homogenous society where everyone kind of follows exactly, the rules, yeah. happened, don't they? So, And if Taco Bell won the franchise wars, maybe someone won the toilet wars. Shell. Shell. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I mean, yeah. hey, hey, they're not opposed to dumping, are they? <laughs> no. They with all the oil. Very that, true. Is that Shell? I think that was Shell. I'm political. Shell um, had one, yeah. Yeah. I think they've all had an, a spill. I think so. But they're sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> please don't cut off my gas supply. Um, <laughs> so then another option potentially for those three seashells. Uh, someone right. has said that potentially it's just an environmentally friendly option borrowed from the Middle East. So in, in some, traditionally, in some... Asian Middle Eastern countries, uh, instead of of wiping your butt with paper, uh, you use running water and smooth stones. And yes, that's exactly how you think that it might be used. Um, So potentially it's a similar thing, running water and, you know, grooved shells. Who knows? Maybe that's why is what it grooved is. good? It's not, is it? I mean, that's not better than smooth. Well, is not smooth. Would picture work. this. Grooved picture this, work. if you I'd will. I'd rather not. Picture this, if you will. Uh, let's say you go into your nearest supermarket, your local supermarché, and you go straight to the, the the fridge section and you pick out your favourite hummus. Right now, you go to the, the crisp aisle. Now, are you going for the normal circular crisps? No, no, no. You're going for the crinkle cut because you can get more in the grooves. By God. <laughs> what an image. 
of hummus. <laughs> but you're not trying to... I suppose you are trying to gather as much hummus on the crisp as you can, aren't you? Yeah, but if you... See? It's a lot of hummus, though, sometimes. <laughs> it's not always hummus, is it? Sometimes it's like a it's like a thinner sauce. Yeah, sometimes it's a thin sauce. Sometimes it's it's solid and really sometimes it's happens, got sweet corn in it for some reason. <laughs> hey, it depends which hummus you like, okay? Um sometimes it's I don't remember it, even putting any sweet corn in the hummus, but then when it comes out, it's got it's got sweet corn in it. I really I haven't weird. eaten sweet corn for years and sometimes my hummus has sweet corn in. Also, yeah. I've eaten, you know, wrappers to food sometimes just by accident bits of foil when just every now and then you get you, you crack into your snack cupboard you're so ravenous from work you just throw anything in there sometimes a wrapper gets in there okay i've never seen the wrapper in my hummus i don't know where it's gone no and maybe and yet, when the hummus is is the processed you know maybe it's able to but then why know, can sweet get, get past the whole chickpea hummus process yeah i don't know you wouldn't think that it would would you no if chickpeas turn to hummus why does sweet corn not turn to swum swimmers that's why there's no swimmers there you go we it here, here. Just isn't here any. first 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 <laughs> yeah something like i've had another stroke um God. anyway so that's that's two potential options but okay actually there is a third option. Now, go on. In, I believe, maybe 2020, um, good old Sliced Alone did an interview. And one of the interview questions was how does he think the seashells worked in Demolition Man? Mm. And for our first special guest on the podcast, we've got him <laughs> back. And here he is, giving his opinion on the seashells. Um, <laughs> how did the three seashells work in Demolition Man? Well, without getting too gross, imagine how chopsticks work. <laughs> and use your imagination from there. What? That's the... <laughs> That's, That's the... it, is it? <laughs> Okay. What a so, load of bollocks. Why would there be three? What are you going to do with three? Okay. Well, let's use our imagination, like he said. And, well, not I like have. he said. Um, let's not. I'm, I don't mind being too grotesque because we've already done the hummus analogy. But let's keep using the hummus analogy. That was if, an analogy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, an anal I was talking about. I was talking about sweet corn hummus. <laughs> you sicko. <laughs> Sorry. No, come um, on. I mean, why would there be three? Chopsticks, no. I understand that, but you don't have three unless someone else is there holding the other one. <laughs> um, um, oh, here you go. So there was, um, in a 2006 interview, Stallone actually explained that the writer told him, you hold two seashells like chopsticks. <laughs> My word. Hold two seashells like chopsticks, pull gently and scrape what's left with the third. Oh, so you, so you, but how would you, you can hold two chopsticks in one hand. You can't hold two shells in one hand, can you? 
Yeah, you can. Unless it's like a like, like, like a clam. actual like clam thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay, maybe then. No, but I I don't understand the hold two seashells like chopsticks and pull gently. What are you pulling? There shouldn't be any pulling involved. No. As long as you've got a fiber bit, in there, there not shouldn't be any pulling. Well, I don't know if they do have any fiber in their diet. They just eat Taco Bell oh, all the time. Yeah, that's true. And it didn't look very fibrous. It was just like some gel on a plate. It was more about the shape than the actual food, it seemed like. Yeah. It, the way he said that in that interview, it was like he does it himself. It's like <laughs> it's what he uses. I mean, maybe it is. That's the way he said it. He just said it very casually. He was like, oh, we'll just imagine it's like this, like as if he does that. You know when you hear about actors and they're like, they've been on a film. Yeah, method. And they've, like, they've, they've kept some of the like memorabilia oh, that they yeah. weren't supposed to and they've taken it home and they've got it in their house. I think he has the shells in his house and yeah. uses them. Yeah, you might be right. You might be right. I thought you meant he was a very method actor and to get into this role, he did that to prepare. Oh, maybe that as well. Never stopped. Yeah. So he's still in that character. Yeah. 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 All these years later, every other film he filmed, he had to, he was that character and then he had to be that character pretending to be the next character that he was playing. Yeah. Like Tropic Thunder. That's acting. That's acting for you. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. He's a phenomenal actor. And considering the shape he's in, like he's done very well if he's only eaten Taco Bell. So I'm still thinking about the pulling. Let's yeah, move on from the shells. Yeah, I think we should. I think we um, shall. What you got? Any other? Any other? T- no, hold on. Don't move on from that. That was great. Leave a bit of time for people to laugh before we say anything else. Why? What? Okay. We don't need the time for people to laugh, do we? No, we do. That's because how it works. Well, no, because what happens is I say something really funny. People then have like have to laugh, and because they're laughing so much, they can't concentrate on what we're talking about. So if we just give a bit of a pause, then they can laugh. Uh, and then we can carry on and they won't be, you know, baffled by what we're talking about next because they won't have missed anything. Yeah, all right, we'll do that. Every time I think we need to put a pause in, we'll put a pause in. <laughs> <laughs> nice, well played, all right. Okay. okay, any other bits, any other any other tidbits in your research that you've been doing? Yeah, so the second thing, and again, I mentioned it during, um, I... I think there were a lot of um, a lot of little pointers to Halo, uh, the Xbox, the video game, um, mm. because uh, Halo Combat Evolved, I think, came out in two thousand and one, and Demolition Man came out in nineteen ninety three. So there's eight years there. I mean, with development of video games, that's like five to six years of of gap before they, well, maybe even shorter. Um, of time that they were developing the game before they published it. So either way, there's enough time for one of the devs or multiple of the devs to watch Demolition Man and get some inspiration. Now, the bits that I think they're an inspiration for are, well, his name is John Spartan, and Mm. his prison cell was 117. Or sorry, his prison number, I think. His prisoner ID was 117. Um, Now, Halo is centered around a guy called Master Chief. Oh, and also they kept saying Chief. I don't know whether that was related or not. Um, But there's a centre around a guy called Master Chief, whose real name is John117. So, coincidence? Me thinky naughty. 
Um, that's going to be my catchphrase for the podcast. I hope you're okay with Christ, that. Christ, no. I'm not having this catchphrase. <laughs> okay. We will workshop. Leave a gap after my catchphrase of 40 minutes to give people time to fucking turn it off and go and do something else. Listen, okay. I'm trying to add a bit of spice to this podcast because all you do is just come at me with boring tidbits. All right. <laughs> I, I come at you with any tidbits. <laughs> I read the I've let comments. you have the tidbits section here, and I'm regretting it. I read the comments from the first three that have we have definitely published, and they said, oh, I really like the Jacob guy. Joe, yeah, not so much. Boring tidbits. Let the Jacob guy have more space to talk about what's, what he wants to talk about. And that's you know what I reckon they will have actually said is we are unable to distinguish between the two voices, and it may as well be one person speaking to themselves who's having a mental breakdown. And who's to say that isn't what's happening? Not me. Not, Not us. me. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, going back to the point before you rudely interrupted, um, hmm. uh, what I thought that during the thing, um, and uh, so I did a bit of research. Piers, there have been a, a couple, a handful of different people that also agree with me. So there are not that many. There was a Reddit post of someone saying it, um there's also a tweet from at the late mark wood oh i hadn't read that previously now is he dead how could he be sounds like it doesn't it yeah um so at so mark wood's estate i just want to thank you on mark's behalf because he's not here the grieving relatives of mark wood um (laughs) we'd like to send our sincerest apologies yeah I apologize if this is upsetting anyone, certainly Mark Wood's wife, because this is what the tweet's about. He basically said that he subjected his wife to watching the movie for the first time, though she thoroughly enjoyed it. And um, he had never made the connection before about the protagonist of Halo and and the movie. And he's upset about everything now. I hope he wasn't too upset and did some silly things. At the late Mark Wood, if you are stood around, just let us know and, and get into contact. Otherwise, th- thank you for your tweet anyway. Um, I think the family were, they're probably at the wake mm. and all the relatives have gone home and they're all sat around telling stories about Mark and crying and laughing together. And then they go, should we stick a podcast on? <laughs> should we? Because that is what can... people do at wakes. That's, yeah, every time do. I've gone to a funeral, I've gone. Let's stick a movie podcast on where they just <laughs> let's stick a podcast two... on episode four. <laughs> two idiots <laughs> talking about movies and trying to be funny. When I'm actually not certain it's two, it might just be one guy having a mental breakdown. Let's stick that on at the wake so that we can remember Mark Wood better because that's Mark's what Mark's favorite Wood number did. was four. So we're going to put episode four on, <laughs> and his favorite meat was turkey. Well, funnily enough, you should say Mark's favorite. Uh, number was four because he's got he posted this on December 4th 2021 and he's got five likes on the tweet so a little (laughs) (laughs) coincidence naughty see it's a great catchphrase though it does it does work in more situations than I would have hoped exactly so all I'm gonna say is um, don't shoot me down next time uh, otherwise, no, much like Phoenix from the movie, I will rise from the ashes and uh, I'll make my own podcast on my own without you. Mm. Okay. Yeah.
It'll be called bootleg. You can do that. Turkey. Nah. Yeah. So apologies once again to the grieving relatives of Mark Wood. <laughs> um, <laughs> this, if he is dead, this all has to go. Yes, but so, I don't see how he could possibly be dead. I mean, he could be dead, but I don't think saying that because his Twitter handle is at the late Mark Wood. How could the how could he have <laughs> is that saying his original Twitter was Mark Wood? He then died. Someone <laughs> created a new As a mark of respect, the executor of his will said, Don't worry, I'll do the Twitter. <laughs> yeah, maybe. It could have been. Family were crying. Oh, someone's going to sort his Twitter out. Don't worry, I'll do it. I'll, no, but wait. Yeah, I'll log in and change it. I, I then need to question something because if this tweet is talking about him talking about subjecting his wife to the movie, does that mean the guy who was reading out the will has now married Mark's wife and is now cucking the dead <laughs> Mark Wood? <laughs> <laughs> Right, the phrase "cucking the dead" has definitely got to go. <laughs> I'm sorry, That's you just the can't. Title: "Cucking the Dead." Yeah. <laughs> Christ, this has taken a turn. It has. This is what happens when you give me free reign to talk about stuff. Yeah, I was like, it's definitely going to be just these topics, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, nothing about a newly deceased online commentator. No, no. That won't come I up didn't. At all. I'll take this as my bad, and I will learn for next time. I didn't read the guy's Twitter handle. All right. I'm sure Mark's he's fine. Well. I'm sure he's I fine. So. Mark, let us know if you're fine. Yeah, let us know at if our Twitter, not. which is it's at bootleg underscore turkey. Amazing. Let us know. And any Mark, complaints, drop or us a follow, comments, anything like that can go to our email address, which is bootlegturkey at gmail.com. Brilliant. Thank you very much. Um, I'll learn them by the next one. Anyway, so that's that. So that's the Halo one. Um, there were a couple, there's a tweet, there's a Reddit post. It might be from the same bloke. Uh, and also then on this website, um, tvtropes.org, <clears throat> uh, they've basically listed a bunch of potential theories for the movie, one of which is that Demolition Man is potentially set in the same continuity as Halo. And that Master Chief is the 117th clone of the original John Spartan coming from DNA that was extracted while he was frozen. Quite interesting. Where's the cloning come from? That wasn't part of it. No, that wasn't. No, no. He's. I think this is saying that in Halo, instead of there being individual Spartans um, that are children, there's a horrible story why they're Spartans in Halo. But anyway, in this theory, they're saying that all the Spartans are clones and Master Chief just so happens to be the 117th clone Okay. Of the original John Spartan. But anyway, that's just... Well, I mean, theory. it's so, pretty solid, pretty solid. I think there's enough crossover there that they, they it's at least reasonable to assume they've seen the film and they took some yeah, you know, inspiration from it. So interesting for sure. Agreed, agreed. So one final thing that I mentioned in the intro was about uh, rods for water. And you, <laughs> little old you... Started talking about Rod Gilbert and uh, Rodney Danger Mouse and all these different people. Uh, all I was talking about was dowsing rods. Yeah, okay. Uh, that are Y-shaped twigs or rods, and they help you find anything, potentially. It's a type of divination 
that you can use to find water, metal, uh, ideas for podcasts, uh, earth vibrations, anything really. Um, so there you go. So I am smarter than I sound. There you go, you see. And in turn, therefore I too. Yes. Also that. Cogito ego sum. I think I am also the same as you. Yeah. Vini vidi vici. Exactly. Live, laugh, love. <laughs> is that what it is? Live, laugh, live. Live, live, live laugh, live. It's live twice, I think. Yeah, I think it is. It's live and let die, I think is what it is. It's live and let live, laugh, love. Yes, that's it. That's what I have on my windowsill right now. Um, the, and the, my final point is the intro stated that Wesley Snipes' character, Simon Phoenix, was ultra-violent. I don't know if that's true. I think he was more infrared. Thank you very much. I'll see you next week. Who are you thanking? No one's impressed. Sorry? You're alienating millions here. No. With no, your no, nonsense. No. What? Which part of that is nonsense? Well, I know what you're saying, but it's not. It's just not good enough, is it? If it's not good enough, then we'll let the unbiased editor of this show edit it out. Um, so in the cunt system, we're on to N, which is new, and we are going to endeavour to do the movie Prey. And not just endeavour. We will make it our sole purpose in life to ensure that next week's podcast, or next fortnight, whenever this is released, uh, is in fact pray and you will not have to hope and pray that we do pray it will happen you see you've gone you've said too much now what do you mean very much seem like we're not going to do it sorry what do you mean i mean you've overcooked it people aren't we've the trust we had was very thin if not non-existent and the way that you've said that now it's gone Okay, well, one way I can wrap this up in a nice, neat little bow is by saying yeah. my much-adored catchphrase. I'm going to let you have it. One clean cut of the catchphrase, and then we're done. Okay, I'm going to have to get you to remind me what my catchphrase was, because I can't remember. Was it, I'm a whittle boy, something like that? <laughs> no, that's my other catchphrase that I do off podcast. This is a different one. Oh, yeah. Um, Tyler, no liking. What did I say? It was something like that, wasn't it? What was it? I'm a... No. I don't know. But it can't have been that good because you've forgotten it. It's hardly no, it a catchphrase was... if it's not memorable. It's the opposite of memorable. Because <laughs> you can remember most other things you've said in the last half an hour, but just That's not That's not true. I can't remember much of what I've said ever. Um... If only we could say the same with the relatives of Mark Wood, but unfortunately for them, it's ingrained in their brain. Hey, look, all I'm going to say is if Mark had a catchphrase... No, wait, hang on. How do I want to set this up? I've got a joke that's going to end this podcast perfectly. Let me just give, give me a moment. Whilst people are still laughing about the other one, we'll have a minute silence. And oh, actually, no, we'll have a minute silence for Mark. <laughs> and then at the, end, at the end of that, I'll do my joke. So bear with us. You've got your, so you think of what your catchphrase is. I'll do the final bits now and, and close us out. Okay. And then when I finish speaking, you say the catchphrase. That's the end. Theme plays. People can go home. Okay. Yeah. So next time, listener you're at a wake and there's a bluetooth speaker hook your phone up and put on this episode episode four of bootleg turkey and then follow us on twitter at bootleg underscore turkey and send us a question to our email address bootleg turkey at gmail.com thanks very much for listening i've been joe he's been jacob and we'll see you next week
And if... Wait, I feel like you're going to cut this. <laughs> Weird, isn't it? Because I could now, couldn't I? It would be... That's like, great. It's yeah. wrapped up so neatly that no, that's anything perfect. we say now might not yeah. be... No, I actually don't it. mind Ooh. it if you cut this, but I'm going to do a quick joke, which is um, uh, if if there were to be anyone on this planet to remember their catchphrase, Mark Wood. <laughs> that was good. That was the best joke in the show. Great. To end off. Perfect. It's, it's such a shame it's not going to be in it. Perfect. Night, everyone. Night, everyone.